Welcome to T3, Today, Tomorrow's Technologies. Your host is Jose Negron. We take the guesswork out of technological jargon so that you know what's next, why it's great or not so great, and how you can benefit from it by learning about it early. Now, here is Jose Negron. Welcome, everybody. This is your host, Jose Negron, on VoiceAmerica.com, on the Variety Channel, hosting the lead technology show, T3, Today, Tomorrow's Technologies, every Tuesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Standard Time or noon East Coast Time. You can also check us out uh, Monday and Tuesday evenings. Please check your local listing on VoiceAmerica.com the Variety Channel, and go to T3. As always, I'd like to thank my listeners, both throughout the United States and our international audience. I was quite fascinated. Our latest count continues to grow, and I always wondered how we pick up the international community, but they seem to be tuning in to our uh, voiceamerica.com Variety Channel T3. As a reminder, the program to really started in the formula for success is to create a discussion with the uh, scientists, engineers, and innovators, uh, our tech audience, uh, with those non-tech audience folks who are out there, non-techies, so that we can just uh, have a conversation and discuss what the latest technology, gadgets, or innovations are out there. This has been our uh, formula for success. To keep our audience involved, please call 866-472-5788 or email me at todaytomorrowstechnologies at gmail.com. Our show today is kind of special as technology, do you have it? And it's important because there's all kinds of technologies out there that has really made our lives a little bit better. Uh, life goes on a little bit faster depending on where you're at. You have more fun because of the type of activities that you're doing. Where uh, technology has changed the way we communicate, the way we pay our bills and transfer money, how we watch TV, how we even date. And, of course, what I'm really big on is uh, the cybersecurity aspect, both inside, outside the home, and how we communicate with our home safety aspect of it. And, of course, it just continues to change. And that is more and more important for us. We'll also cover a couple topics here. There's 14 top tech skills in demand for 2019, and they will continue to grow in 2020. I'd like to go through those. So those of you out there, especially young uh, students out there, young folks are looking for, or even uh, elderly folks are looking for a new career opportunity. These are skill sets that you can learn online and then eventually go to, to school to get a degree. And I think it's just very important. And then how does technology change our world? How did it change our world? We'll cover some of those topics. Uh, first of all, in the last two months, we've really covered many topics from uh, new cars, motorcycles, nuclear power, recycling of the uh, uh, nuclear power. Uh, power. Uh, we talked about space. We talked about the next frontier, the U.S. activity in space. And today, I'd like to delve in a little bit deeper into technology development, future ideas, new components and designs or innovations that improve our lifestyle. That's really the critical key. Uh, key. My guest today is, of course, uh, Dick Ross, former Navy av- aviator, and I call him my tech expert. He's uh, always at the forefront of leading technology. And, of course, my very capable Alex Lorena Monk. Uh, she will join us at the third period. My intent today is, of course, is just to have a casual discussion 
educational technologies, the innovations, the engineering programs that are out there. We've talked a lot about some of these, but uh, Dick will tell us some uh, or provide us some examples that he uses in the technologies that he has worked with. And it's just uh, interesting. And, and more importantly, how U.S. companies are involved uh, in the discussion of developing new technologies, innovation, uh, and gadgets. A lot of us have been, um, I guess, uh, boning up on the 5G technology, AT&T or, or whatever carrier you have out there. But the 5G technology is not quite there. And then I heard an article, I read an article this morning that the Chinese are moving to 6G technology. And how, how important is that? 5G uh, technology is important for the streaming of data. More and more folks are downloading and streaming uh, videos, uh, video games, video movies, and so forth and so on. So it's important that the 5G keeps up with that type of demand. Now, uh, for example, the last two weeks we've been talking about space, how important uh, is space to the U.S. We've talked about uh, space exploration, uh, the explosion, the number of companies involved. In less than a decade, they have really changed the landscape because they have made disruptive technology in all three critical areas, development of new technology, their business model, and, of course, how they the service design. And it was interesting for us because we really have uh, gone out of our way in the program here T3 talk about space uh, we talked to and if you have not heard any of our space programs I encourage each of you to go out there and take a look at our space programs because we've talked about uh, what do we know about space we talked about space why return to the moon we talked about robots in space we talked about space the next frontier and of course last week why the US uh, is important for the US to be in space so the program today is uh, technology do you have it and i'd like to thank uh, dick and alex for joining me today let me just start off with uh, just a critical question dick you're a, bi- a big uh, technology user and, and you enjoy it but uh the technology push but at the same time you're also sometimes you you come back and you just want to be very simple and our discussion of that was yesterday in our motorcycle you you don't like all the gadgets on a motorcycle you just like to have just a plain ride but let's talk about why technology is important important and let's talk about either communication and medical or just uh, the vehicles in, in your life that uh, has impacted uh, some of the changes you and your wife or other people around your family have used so I'll turn it over to you give me some examples there okay well just this uh, this last week I was over visiting some relatives in Denver and I saw or experienced quite a few uh, uses uh, of some of the new gadgets technologies and uh, and uh, business technology capabilities of uh, big companies like uh, uh, I have a brother or a son-in-law rather that uh, worked for a very large uh, uh, brewing company and I went to the largest um, uh, brewery site in the world the single site if you will and looking at the technologies and how they are improving the capabilities for brewing, uh, this place uh, brews mainly beers, uh, uh, but the way the technologies are being inserted into the various processes for that large uh, uh, capability, it was really very impressive. And when I talk about, uh, okay, I went a beer, uh, to a brewery. When I talk, talk about a big one, there were railway 
cars and railway rails running around this large site, moving hops and barleys and uh, uh, reusables from the brewing process to give to farmers. There, this stuff was being moved around in trains, but everything is being controlled through a large master uh, computer-controlled Kind of a SCADA system. system. At, at, yeah, uh, it's at, uh, uh, yeah, a uh, uh, automation. In, in, integrated automated visualization of what's going on all over the plant. Yeah. Big ops office right. could see it all. And then you could go through acres to see the little pieces that they got visualization of. It was pretty impressive. And then just other thing, uh, uh, went out uh, well, let me down. stop you there okay. because we've talked a little bit about visualization uh, we talked about uh, 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 automation we talked about integration of technology into business it, it, you've kind of saw it all in this particular uh, brewery brewery because they had the large uh, um, trains coming in with the different uh, uh, package in the, in the cars that they needed for the brewing. You saw the visualization, the automation, control, uh, the lifestyle. And yet it was it had to be very impressive because that's really the future as we continue to move. But do you believe that they – the big fear here is automation is going to replace man, but I always believe that there's other jobs that you could do after that. Did you see anything like that I, or I, I, where do you fall I'm, on that? I'm not – I kind of go along with the line that uh, new technologies and capabilities bring with themselves new opportunities for people yes. to work. Uh, I saw a lot of automation, but I also saw a lot of people using that automation to enhance their products. I mean, they were right on top of quality control a thousand percent. I mean, right. Uh, and I just do this. I wanted yeah. to, uh, well, I wanted to get your opinion on that because a lot of people are have an angst on that. I'm a firm believer. I know uh, the current presidential candidate Wang believes it's going to be replaced, uh, and it will replace people. That's the purpose of automation. But those are skills that are repetitive. They're simple, and it should be done by machine. And the more analytical, the more uh, human-like processes ought to be done by a human. So that, to me, is is what I believe, and I think it will continue to be there. And new technology comes from new innovations, technology, and development of that process. The second thing I'll ask you is, because of the automation process and the new skills that it will bring, what 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 did you see change uh, first time that you saw that uh, that gave you that integrated picture? Well, you mean uh, during this last experience yeah, or uh, years no, prior? Because no, no. I've seen this for a long time. It's, okay, it's getting well, better and better, uh, you know, the automation and all that. Well, the yeah. picture that uh, impressed me the most is that uh, you could see the entire uh, environment uh, in, throughout the brewery com uh, company through the camera operations, and they would uh, have a cycle, basically. Well, that the visualization, the, 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 and matter of fact, that's uh, in one of your top, top 10 skill or 14 okay. skills you're going to talk about a little bit later. But the the virtual the visualization of this large acres and acres I can't remember the exact size but I <laughs> believe me a big plant big plant here uh, there's right in front of the guys the whole plant and they can see what's going on and who's doing what uh, in a, a a human digestible way because mm -hmm. of the big screens and then they could get down to the detail whoever needed it I'll tell you what there were a lot of people in that control room because they. They went down and they could monitor at the macro level and go down to the micro level in no time. And 
I've seen that for years. Oh, 10, 15 years ago. Uh, I guess one of the most impressive things I saw about back then was uh, uh, doing uh, military work and all that. It went over to a uh, uh, a major phone company's operations center on the East yeah. Coast. And in that center, all across all the world, again, it was the operations center's visualization that was really impressive. They, they could see every major trunk line across the U.S., including all their cell stuff and all that. And when something would disconnect or whatever, they would know there was an incident happening somewhere before anybody even knew what it was. Mm. And then pretty soon it would start show up on one of the TVs. Hey, there was a crash here or this or that. What caused that disruption? Mm-hmm. And it was like, wow, this is situation awareness at its best. Mm-hmm. at least for uh, infrastructure at a large, large scale, a national scale. And uh, that, that kind of uh, use of technology yeah. impressed me a lot. That's yeah, pretty impressive. Now, you were going to say a second story on the family as you were uh, traveling up to the D.C. or East Coast area. Tell me uh, your second. Yeah, oh, well, we, we decided to go just, fortunately, uh, this is over in the Denver area. Just had to go a few blocks to some nice little restaurants and all that. But anyway, um had gone just a, a block or two, and I'm, my watch, I've, I've got one of those new uh, fancy smart watches that's always t- asking me if I fell or uh, uh, how, how am I doing or uh, what did I ask it or whatever. Anyway, it popped up and it says, hey, it looks like you're out here for a walk. You want to time this one too? Yeah. And, you know, I, all I do is punch, I go, and what it had been doing, it, it was tracking me from when I walked out of the house, and, and it knew that I was outside and moving down and at a faster rate. So it could, oh, you're exercising. You want to you want to put it in your activity thing? I go, oh, sure. Boom. Just yeah. hit it and voila. Afterwards, I go, okay, well, where did I go and how long did it take and how many calories did I use? That's yeah. kind of neat. Trust me. I, I wish I'd have had that <laughs> reminder over the Williamsburg because uh, oh, yeah, I just went to Williamsburg. Yeah. I walked uh, for three days. And at the end of the day, I go, boy, I wish I would have put in the uh, walk meter just to see yeah. how many miles I had walked up well, and down Williamsburg. Yeah, th- this new gadget so. that talks to the phone, it does it itself. It, and it reminds me, hey, you want to put this in there? I go, yeah, why not? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, as we continue developing uh, – Folks, today, uh, the topic today is technology. Do you have it? And we've discussed a lot of this technology from artificial intelligence, unmanned aerial vehicles, robots, robots in space, medicine, mining, and other activities, exploration uh, with uh, into space. And, of course, we talked a little bit about cyber, cybersecurity. We talked about radio frequency, uh, the satellites and, and rockets and solar energy. We talked about nuclear energy a couple of weeks ago. And let me tell you, automation, digitalization. And finally, technology education. All these topics are going to be reinforced in our discussion today. And my guest today is uh, Mr. Dick Ross, a former uh, Navy aviator. I consider him a, a leading technologist because he's always at the forefront of trying to check out or see the new technologies out there. And he's pretty uh, impressive. As he as he told me, he's got the latest Apple Watch. Uh, there's a, another model that just went out, but uh, we're talking about that. And and he's always at the forefront. Some of the topics that we've talked about in the last couple of months, and I expect uh, each of you to go out. We talked about how important is space to the U.S. We talked about space next frontier. One of the critical show was nuclear power and recycling and what's happening in nuclear power in Virginia. We talked a little bit about that. We talked about technology now in the future, uh, about the televisions, the journals. Do we even own those things? And uh, that's how you get informed on technology. And trust me, Dick does a lot of reading, and, and we do a lot of visitings to these 
tech companies and understanding or misunderstanding technology. For the most part, technology is a very valuable uh, thing to use when it's used in a proper way. But technology can be harmful at the same time if misused. So I only caution you, use the technology how it's intended to use. But also, I, I put a word of caution. Sometimes uh, a new scientist out there, because I work with them all the time, uh, they develop a new gadget. They really don't know what the gadget's for, and they think it's going to develop for this particular purpose. But really, the gadget, after the user starts using it, wants to use it for this other purpose. And we see that all the time. Have you ever seen that, Dick? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It just happens all the time because the scientist is trying to create. We've got about two minutes, so let me just go into a couple other stories. As I said, uh, a couple weeks ago, we had... uh, Steve Curtis, and uh, who has over 30 years in the nuclear business, we had Mr. Tom Dolan w- with us, and there were Tom, Tom's a, a, pol- a policeman, a law enforcement officer, uh, radiation response incident command for over 25 years, and we were just talking about how important nuclear power is, and and recyclable energy or or the uh, new energy, whether it's wind, uh, solar, a nuke, uh, whatever, uh, new uh, batteries, uh, all. All those renewable energies uh, is important, but from my belief as a technologist, I always believe there has to be a balance. It's not one or the other, but a balance. We have about a minute left. Dick, you want to go ahead and give me a story on that, uh, on renewable energy? Where do you think we're moving to? Well, uh, I think we we are obviously uh, starting to tap uh, to a greater degree a lot of the energy sources uh, here. Uh, that are available to us uh, more efficiently, right. such as uh, the oceans, hydraulics, hydraulics yeah. uh, and and solar. Solar is we're getting more efficient at capturing the energy uh, yeah. from the sun, and, uh, and Eli Musk's a good example of it uh, of people that not. Once we capture it, you store it. Well, when I why why Elon? Well, he's got this gigafactory over there near where I live in uh, Reno, uh, along with a, a, a large Japanese uh, company, and uh, uh, they make batteries. So, what? Well, they make they make them for his Tesla cars. Well, they also make them to get embedded into houses, so that when you get solar solar panels on the top of your house, they capture energy, so that you don't have to pay the uh, the grid quite as much, and then you can actually store your own energy. So if uh, if you're unfortunate enough to live in one of those areas where uh, power gets knocked out. Uh, it won't be too long and people go, oh, I'll just turn on the switch and, and get some power out of my wall. All right, folks, you're listening to uh, T3 Today, Tomorrow's Technology. This is your host, Jose Negron, on Voice America on the Variety Channel. Today's discussion is technology. Do you have it? And we'll be right back. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com Psych Up Live with host Dr. Suzanne Phillips offers a psychological perspective on coping with common and current life issues. This show addresses topics as varied as marital stress, insomnia, depression, raising teens, campus violence, and building self-resilience. Listen in as Dr. Phillips and her guest experts share the latest in books, findings, and information that will inform and enhance your life journey. Psych Up Live is heard every Thursday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. 
you ever experience the joy of living, not just aspects of your life, but the true joy of life itself. Barry Shore has. You could call him an ambassador of joy. From a successful entrepreneur to becoming a quadriplegic due to a rare disease to his ongoing recovery through swimming and physical rehabilitation. Barry now presents his gifts to others as host of The Joy of Living. All you need to do is tune in. Listen live every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time and 1 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Variety Channel. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is on Instagram. Make sure you follow us and comment on our pictures from behind the scenes at our radio shows, live events, and around the network. We want to see what you have to share as well. Check us out on Instagram at Voice America Talk Radio. Streaming live. The leader in Internet talk radio. VoiceAmerica.com. listening to today tomorrow's technologies to reach the program today please call in to 1-866-472-5788 that's 1-866-472-5788 or send an email to today tomorrow's technologies at gmail.com now back to our show Welcome back, folks. This is Jose Negron. Our show today is Technology. Do you have it? And before we went off on our first commercial break, we were talking about different uh, technology programs we've had here at T3, Today, Tomorrow's Technologies. And I just want to reinforce uh, a couple of shows, podcasts that you can listen to on Voice America on the Variety Channel. Uh, The first one I'd like to introduce is Round Robin Discussion on Technology. Uh, The second one, Technology Innovation, What Do I Know? Uh, off-road racing is a fun one. It's uh, covering uh, over uh, 15 years of racing, uh, especially in the uh, automo- autonomous vehicle or driverless cars that we started. Uh, technology impacts on our daily uh, lives and activities. We talked a little bit about transportation technology and the innovation that's going on here. And the, before we left, I talked about technology, uh, understanding or misunderstanding the use or the advancement of technology. You have to be very careful. Now, uh, uh, my guest today is uh, Mr. Dick Ross, former naval aviator. I call him a pioneer, uh, really a uh, one of those folks who are at the leading edge of new technology discoveries. And, and Dick was telling us a couple stories. Uh, ended up uh, visiting a large brewery in the U.S. and and talking about the automation and the command center as they produce uh, the beer. Uh, beer. Uh, also, we talked a little bit about uh, his uh, Apple Watch and about it's starting uh, its own Fitbits type process and asking him if he wanted to monitor uh, his walking activities. But let me just say, you know, we all have, at least in the U.S., there's about 2.7 billion uh, smart phone users around the world and in the U.S. there's 77% of all Americans have smartphones and I always keep saying that smartphones is probably one of the supercomputers that we all carry around we don't even know that we're carrying it around. I remember about 10 or 15 years ago I had to go to Hawaii to use their supercomputer. I have one in my hand today that does just about as much uh, uh, programming and computing power that uh, that supercomputer had 
well, it was 15 years ago, back in the early, uh, late, uh, well, uh, mid-80s, I guess it was when I started using that. But just remember, so let's talk about uh, a little bit more about the smartphone uh, there and your uh, and your smart watch, I guess, more than anything else. Because as I started to show, uh, it's important to know that technology has changed just about every part of our life. And I talked about communication. I talked about pay- paying bills and transferring money, uh, how we watch TV. TV. This past week, I did a lot of download streaming, either Prime Video on uh, Amazon, CBS, or uh, Netflix. So I, I guess I was traveling more than anything else. And I noticed that I was uh, hooking up to all these uh, uh, streaming videos, and that's the reason we were going into 5G. And then, uh, of course, one that the ladies like to talk about is how we date. Yeah, the one I'm very interested in is how to protect, uh, live inside the home, i.e., you have a smart home. We talked about that. That. We've got smart security, the cameras, the visualization, and how do we stay safe? And of course, technology is constantly evolving. And uh, in the last two weeks, we talked about uh, space exploration, why the U.S. has to be leading in space, and and all the companies that are involved in that. So now I'd like to change it up a little bit, and let's talk about. Uh, a little bit of the uh, 14 top tech, uh, tech skills that are in demand uh, in, in the in the IT world, and that's just in the IT world because I find it interesting. Because if you are looking for a job, if you are interested in the future, the you uh, I would suggest you take a look at this article. It was written February 13th, 2019. Uh, it says 14 top tech skills in demand in 2019, and I can t- I can tell you that these these demands are going to continue in 2020, 2025, and you set yourself up in a career path that is going to be very successful. So if you're looking for a skill set, these are some of the skill sets that you would uh, want to have. And the first one I would say is machine learning. Uh, both Dick and I are working on a project uh, of, uh, within the government uh, as uh, private consultants and contractors. And one of the things we're working on is uh, big data analysis, which is one of the skill sets, but machine learning. What did we get out of the, out of the uh, big data and all the predictive analysis? And this this is important because this comes into play in the self-driving cars. It ta- comes uh, into play with Siri and Alexia because these are chat boxes and they do predictive analysis. So this is all part of learning and the difference between uh, machine learning and artificial intelligence. All this is coming up. And the reports are that 61% of the organization insist that machine learning and artificial intelligence will be among the top initiatives uh, in the 2019-2020 environment. And so I'm just saying if you are looking for a job and haven't decided, take a look at that. Uh, Netflix uses machine learning. Uh, There's over uh, 4,000 positions in machine learning capability. Uh, So this is critical. Translation, one of the big uh, items that we're working on right now is uh, audio translation. Uh, of uh, our data and uh, and that is important both in from a language perspective uh, just reading a code perspective and also the usability mobile development uh, look at all the mobile sites and the apps we have we have uh, as I said over uh, uh, two point uh, uh, five 
2.5, 2.7 billion users of smartphones in the world. In the world, the, the apps alone in the, is unbelievable. From uh, uh, Pokemon to Harry Potter's, and and it just continues to grow. And and that salary right there, you start off at a hundred thousand. I mean, if you were looking for uh, an economy on mobile development, you know, and development of apps, that that is a 1.3 trillion dollar industry and future uh, mobile phone devices are going to continue to grow from your phones the internet of things the beacon of technology uh, vi- uh, visualization and uh, uh, so all that is critical technology dick you got any comments on just those two no well machine learning and uh, mobile devices well just uh, one is i and i can't recall exactly what the reason I was doing it, but I was looking at new processors that are uh, going into uh, uh, many of our devices and all that, and well, it wasn't too long ago, you'd look inside a, oh, a, a computer or a smartphone, the little chips that are in there and all mm-hmm. that, and uh, you'll find, what, a CPU, a central processing unit, mm-hmm. and uh, then you got you, then you have these other units, uh, graphic accelerators and all that for the visualization for your screens, this, that, and the other. Well, a new chip that's going into stuff right now, I looked at it, and I just look at uh, this uh, picture, it was a neural chip, neural learning chip yeah. for neural networking, which is part of machine learning. It's like, wow, this stuff isn't just something we talk about. It's It's happening. Oh, it's happening, and that's the reason uh, today's discussion, that's the reason I wanted to talk about uh, technology. Do you have it? Because while we talk about this discussion on the on our show here, T3, Today, Tomorrow's Technologies, it's happening all around us. And that's what uh, uh, I decided to increase our awareness because even I, as I go out and I look at different things, it's happening in every industry. Just look around, you know, from the new windows or new materials they're building on constructions. And I've got constructions all over me. Uh, from uh, uh, So the materials in construction, uh, you take a look at the new uh, automobiles. You and I have had that experience. The new uh, motorcycles have had that experience. The new uh, you talked about solar cells and renewable energies. The reason solar power is becoming more and more dynamic is the materials they're using can absorb more energy, and they're not wasting that energy. It's not reflecting that out and, uh, and becoming more conservative in, in taking that power and translating it into energy so that we the consumers can use it. And pretty soon, instead of having a central bus, you're going to have decentralized electrical power nets where some of us are actually going to be selling power to the grid, and I think that's going to happen more and more uh, as we look around. But as I continue the uh, top te- 14 top technologies, skills in demand right now, the other one that uh, my uh, uh, my favorite person likes to do is the uh, uh, um, it is the search engine uh, optimization and search engine marketing, and this is the ability to really uh, present the website in a very pleasing manner but not only that to be able to capture the information we I sponsored a golf tournament this recently and uh, we were all over the social media we were all over the web page but it's like everything else what did that information get us who entered the site 
how do we turn those, uh, uh, I guess, queries into a process where these folks wanted to join the golf tournament or donate to a charitable cause? It's more than just eye-pleasing. It's how do I capture the information and how do I make people move towards either buying or selling a product so that benefits uh, all of us or the mankind. So that's really what's really critical to me. So it's not just about, uh, uh, you know, digital marketing skills, but how do we capture that digital marketing and make it more effective in our process? Um, 22% of the business report that they are satisfied with the current rate. So that means to me, you know, a little bit over 75, we're still struggling on how to make that uh, uh, digital marketing more effective and that and how do we optimize that marketing power so that's really kind of interesting that's the uh, SEO slash SEM marketing which is search engine optimization or search uh, engine marketing uh, capability also data visualization we talked about it dick talked a little bit about it here you've got all these trains going into the brewery you've got all this process happening with the different uh, hops barley and wheat trying to make different types of beers and then how do you control that how do you visualize that uh, the incident with the the phone company here in the east coast they uh, had an incident and they can tell you what the incident is they can zoom in data visualization how do i generate the data is critical in the process and i can tell you right now folks i am using uh, just about uh, the four skills that i just mentioned i've been using them in the last four weeks pretty heavily based on the program that i'm doing also data engineering which is also critical in some ways is data engineering it's most uh, mostly related to uh, software engineering and other data roles but data usage data visualization is becoming critical and you hear it all the time uh, you hear uh, you know uh, Google capturing our data uh, Amazon capturing our data, uh, Facebook capturing our data, and then the data security issue is really becoming an issue for them and more than anything else. Dick, you have any comments on data and data usage and, and what you've experienced in the last, let's say, year? Well, uh, the, the more I see the information being captured and the smart engineers taking that data and turning it into something to where they know some more about their consumer, the buyer or whatever, it's like we've, in my thought, it looks like we're just about automated spying, you know, and <laughs> in some ways I'm not real comfortable with it because uh, – it's the big brother. It's look. a big brother thing, yeah, uh, big brother. to a degree. And uh, I um, personally, I, I, I stay away from uh, using some uh, of the new technology marketing stuff and all that because they're they're pulling in so much data. I really don't want them to have all of this data on me. So, um, yeah, my my thoughts on it. Is it's got it's a two uh, two edged sword. It's good, and then uh, it it could be. Uh, it could be used for exploitation and not good stuff. So uh, I, I'm a little careful with that. Well, and as we become careful, security becomes a critical part. We'll talk about that. It's one of the critical skills that people are getting into. But let me just tell you, uh, as I go through the skill sets, you know, we have the user interface and user design uh, capability. It's uh, in the family of specialist design of interface of websites and apps, uh, visualization appealing. Uh, they have a 
great interaction. Its synthetic uh, application is is super. But 87% of the managers uh, surveyed by Adobe said hiring a UX or a designer is their number one priority. Okay, and then 14,000 designer jobs are are being uh, well, they're not being filled in the U.S. So there's 14,000. So uh, visual reality, augmented reality, AI, wearables, uh, as Dick calls it, as Apple Watch is a wearable device. All these things are important. What I find kind of interesting, which was mind-boggling to me, that uh, 62% of the smartphone users have made purchase on the device. Okay, that's 62 percent of the users. Uh, mobile apps uh, are projected to generate one point, uh, excuse me, $188 billion in the U.S. for 2020. That's mobile apps. How many apps do you use on your phone? I, I find it kind of interesting as I have my apps, and I guess I have three or four pages in my smartphone apps, but I, I can tell you, I don't use every app day in, day out. Some of them are kind of interesting. Uh, the golf apps are kind of fun for me to look at, and that's about it, because I'm not very good at golf. But the leading countries in, in advanced technology in the world, uh, Japan contains the lead the countries, followed by the United States, South Koreans, Germany, China, India, England, and Canada. These are the leading countries in technologies and to continue to compete with us. And of course, uh, we've got to get through the trade embargo and all that, but these are countries, uh, Japan, United States, South Korea, Germany, China, India, England, and Canada that are constantly advancing the state of the art in the technology development and how do we use technology. And as I went over the first six uh, technology skills, let me just quickly go over a couple others. But in the meantime, let me, uh, Dix, uh, you want to say something on that? Yeah, I, you, you mentioned the new technologies and things that are being developed. Uh, uh, an automobile company in Japan, just to demonstrate how their computing power and their their new systems for their automobiles were going to really be super sharp, uh, they developed a golf ball that will actually find oh. its way to the hole. Yeah. And, yeah, and, and it's like, oh, right now you can't buy it. But if it goes for sale, I got to get one of these things. <laughs> I, I guarantee you. But anyway, yeah. what it is is... Uh, the way it works is you have a video camera, which could easily be your smartphone, and you take a look at, uh, at the putting green area. It sees that, and it sends a link to the golf ball as to where the location of the hole is. Wow. And then the inside of the golf ball then knows how to change its center of gravity so that it can curve the ball and go find the hole because it knows where the hole is. I, I tell you, that was just mind-boggling. <laughs> <laughs> you can go, you can find that on YouTube. It's pretty neat. <laughs> yeah, every every golfer out there yeah, I gotta have one won't have to practice. That's what I tell my buddies. Uh, I, I, I'm, a, I, I'm practicing a little bit more on golf, but I used to play about once a year, and every now and then I would beat them. On, my goal was to beat them on one hole out of 18, and then tell them they go to go back and practice more before they call me up but folks today uh, our discussion is technology do you have it my guest here is uh dick ross former naval aviator technology expert leading technology enthusiast uh we've been talking about uh just in general technology and how technology helps our our daily lives we talked a little bit about automation we talked a little bit about space we talked a little bit about smartphone technology that's uh, that we've been using and the in the 
dollars generated by uh, the mobile apps, which is about uh, $188 billion in just uh, 2020. We talked a little bit about the eight leading countries or so that are leading the technology push, and that is critical, and the use of technology the right way and the use of technology in the wrong way. So when we come back in the next segment, we're going to talk about uh, you know some of the technology that has changed the world. We'll talk continue talking about some of the skill sets that we need and i encourage everyone out there technology is going to change your life for the better if you use it that way and you accept it that way and if you have an issue go study it go go pull out a book and i think i can uh, solve some of your problems and for those kids out there looking for an education uh, we're just going through 14 uh top tech skills and demand for 2019 and also in 2020 and i'll see you in just a minute Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. We all know that today our country is in many ways run by vested interests which have accumulated large amounts of power for themselves and at our expense. But this can be changed by recognizing the problems and then by adopting libertarian solutions to address them. Tune into All Rise, the Libertarian Way with Judge Jim Gray. Judge Gray and his guests will discuss the problem areas of today and then present solutions that result in a better world for ourselves and and our children. Tune in Fridays at 7 a.m. Pacific, 10 a.m. Eastern on Voice America Variety. Although a controversial subject, one thing that seems to be proven is that cannabis has some incredible medical properties. Join Dr. Joe Rosado for Talk. We'll talk about medical cannabis through research from Dr. Joe over the last decade. Plus, groundbreaking news, inspiration, and education that will have you thinking about the industry differently. Featuring guests and advice from Dr. Joe. Talk airs live every Wednesday at noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific, on Voice America Variety. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective. Plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at blog.voiceamerica.com. That's blog.voiceamerica.com. The Voice America Press Blog. All access, all the time. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain inspired really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. You are listening to Today, Tomorrow's Technologies. To reach the program today, please call in to 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Or send an email to today, tomorrow's technologies at gmail.com. Now, back to our show. 
Welcome back, folks, to T3. Today, tomorrow's technology. Our subject today is technology. Do you have it? I'm here with uh, Dick Ross, former Navy aviator, technology expert, uh, technology enthusiast, and also joining me is Alexander Loreno Monk, who I consider her the master of social media, uh, and we're going to tell a little story about that. We just uh, sponsored a golf tournament, and she was all over it. Uh, as I said earlier, it's great to have all these folks going into a website, going into your social media page, but what's important is what do you get out of it, the data, how do you understand the data, and I'm going to let her talk a little bit about that. Dick uh, and I have been talking about technology, how technology is changing our way of uh, way of living, lifestyle. Uh, we are able to communicate better, uh, both uh, from, uh, from a business perspective. Uh, I can't uh, be more re- uh, impressed because I can sit here at my home, have uh, 15, 20 people join a conference call. We can share videos uh, and it's real time and we have backups in case uh, the uh, telecommunication system goes down. Able to pay all bills, able to shop. Uh, shopping has become more and more. I don't, I don't think I ever I go to store as often as I do. I, not a store guy anyway, but now it's become like once in a while I make sure the store is there uh, just to make sure things haven't changed around the neighborhood. And other than that, watching TV, I'm downloading, streaming more and more. So let's talk about, we talk, we started talking a little bit about, uh, you know, the 14 skills uh, needed for uh, in uh, 2020. Uh, network information uh, security, we keep talking about that. That is critical. The uh, famous hacks that have gone on in, in uh, Sony, LinkedIn, in, Chipotle, Target, OPM, that is critical. It's one of those things that you need to pay uh, uh, top, uh, attention to. Six of 15 top paying IT certifications are focused on security. That's why the demands for social, uh, uh, security professionals are, are really important. That's a $6 trillion dollar uh, annual market uh, by 2021 and so that is critical for all of us. Uh, here's one I'd like to talk about because as I was doing the grand challenge for the autonomous vehicle uh, event that uh, went from Los Angeles to Las Vegas, uh, I got introduced to uh, cloud computing but at the time I had ju- I was just exhausted and the guy was telling me, Jose this is going to be the latest technology and I kept saying, I uh, it probably will be but uh, I'm I'm so tired right now. Can you come visit me in six months? And all of a sudden, you know, cloud computing started. I mean, I can visualize in 2004 that discussion in uh, back of uh, 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 Pahrump is where we were. Not Pahrump, but uh, the hotel's just outside of uh, uh, Prim. Prim, Prim. Prim, uh, just outside of Vegas, and we were just talking about cloud computing uh, at the time. And of course, Amazon Web Services continue to grow. They've got content delivery, they got database storage, they got networking, and they have over fifty percent uh, services. And cloud computing uh, talks about engineering, cloud architecture, system engineering, IT professionals. Uh, you need a, a Amazon Web Service certification so you become more valuable. You're talking talking about an income of uh, over $100,000, $150,000. Folks, that is nothing to sneeze about. Big companies uh, are using uh, Amazon service. Uh, for example, Intuit, Netflix, GE Oil, uh, and Gas, Time, Inc., 
other companies are using it. Government just let out a contract right now. So cloud computing is here to stay. I find it kind of interesting as we go along. Here's another one dear and near to Dick is blockchain. Blockchain, we've talked about blockchain here. Uh, digital uh, currency, Bitcoin, blockchain has evolved. It continues to be a peer-to-peer payment, uh, crowdfunding, file storage, identity management, digital voting. Uh, It is just important. I think that's going to be a reality. Pretty soon we're all going to have blockchains on our phone and we're going to transfer money uh, phone-to-phone type uh, activities. Well, you can do it already. You can do it. You can do blockchain capability, but yeah. I'm I'm talking about being the norm, not just you are very smart and you're doing it. it. Okay, <laughs> I'm talking about this is going to grow. Uh, by 2030, it will be a 3.1 trillion dollar economy. So that that's interesting. So let's let's uh, talk a little bit about uh, Internet of Things. The Internet of Things is critical. It's about hooking up everything, and that's what Alex is saying. I can hook up just about anything nowadays and that's true uh, remember data scientists analytics is also a very important skill set uh, we'll talk about artificial intelligence and finally I'm just want to talk about uh, uh, you know the uh, extended reality virtual reality augmented reality uh, a lot of that was using gaming but now as Dick was talking about large companies Google Facebook snap uh, uh, HTC are using this augmented reality uh, virtual Virtual reality to help uh, instrument their uh, command and control uh, operation centers, and that's how they're using it. And of course, quantum computing. Go so ahead. One Alex. of the last things I heard about the VR, mm-hmm. um, they're also using it inside of the classrooms, for example, yep. to start exploring in medicine. Medicine. So. Since you, you know. cannot go inside a human body, you can actually reenact a 3D version and you can start learning how it will look And once you go inside or like start doing a surgery, mm-hmm. etc. So VR is also being used for uh, studies or for medical uses mm-hmm. and it's amazing. Yeah, and Dick, ha- well, you have a recent example. Uh, yes, uh, a uh, heart procedure that was uh, recently done uh, to one of my relatives uh, uh, going inside of the heart through one of the uh, the veins in the leg and all that with a probe that had little a little laser in it and all that to go do some lasing inside of the heart. Well, along with that, there was a graphic sensor mm-hmm. put down the throat, the esophagus that looked at the heart, and so the surgeon as he was inserting this little laser to go do some work, he had a virtual shot of mm-hmm. the real heart right in front of him so he could see where his laser was going to where Without to making it. a major surgery. Without yeah. without going and opening and, up the chest. Exactly. Went it to the leg with a little little wire mm-hmm. and had a virtual shot of where he was going so he could zap pieces of nerve inside a heart. Amazing. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So let's... Uh, that. I, it gets back to your example about mm-hmm. uh, visualization, virtual reality. This is a living example that they're, mm-hmm. those technologies are moving faster and faster right. to the forefront. People are using that. Uh, I I talked about it about four weeks ago. I was I was watching a, a robotic show, and I don't remember the name of it, uh, but it was a person. Uh, the, that particular robot had to learn how to conduct a, uh, a heart surgery, a mm-hmm. very difficult uh, uh, procedure, and the surgeon was complaining because she only had 
days to learn. It took him six years to learn what he did. Right. And within the context of that mm-hmm. movie, she had learned that. But that's the speed we're driving towards, right. and, and and we're doing that. The robot density in the United States uh, is growing. I mean, we, we have 200 robots per every 10,000 employees in uh, 2017. Uh, there was only 189 robots in 2016 and 176 in 2015. So you can see the peak increase of robotic use in the United States in the industry is critical. Also, what's important is that technology has boosted about every aspect of our life. I talked a little bit about business productivity being increased, enhancing communication, uh, improve education that you're talking mm-hmm. about, Alex, boosting purchasing capability. That's kind of where I'm at right now. I think I've uh, contributed to the economy greatly the last week. Uh, developing new infrastructures that you talked about, Dick, as as you see the uh, new brewing capability and the ability to generate new jobs even after uh, automation and improve health that we talked about. Now I'd like to switch a little bit, Alex, Let's talk about social media. That's one area that probably I'm the weakest. Dick is uh, probably not a yawner on that because uh, <laughs> uh, he's not a, in favor of that. But we used it in our last sponsorship. It worked out Correct. very well. Yeah. Uh, my my only critique is I want to take those numbers and really begin to understand how do I make it more effective? Because that's the issue. Everybody can throw up a website, mm-hmm. uh, but... Coming to my website is the beginning, not the end. And so how do I turn those numbers into something that I can generate business? And and same thing with apps and Mm -hmm. same thing with social media. So tell me a little bit about it. Uh, What are your steps? How do you visualize that concept? We've got about two minutes for you, and then I'll wrap it up. So uh, when you want to start advertising in Facebook, Facebook, Instagram, uh, Twitter, even LinkedIn, all of those are great tools to really advertise and to get to people. There's different ratios of ages, etc. And one of the great things that Facebook specifically, because that's the one that we were using, has, is that you can actually target. You need to know which is your target and you can actually target those people only. For example, if you only want to target for women from 20 to 50 years old, specifically with some type of interest in areas, you can make that target the more specific and um, it makes it really efficient at the end of the day because you just don't want to put it out there. Because like you said, you don't want them only to just go inside your website. You want to specifically sell something to a certain target. Right. So... Facebook and all this no social media give you the ability to be able to do this before you would need to go to a marketing agency. You would need to go through a very specific um, whole process. And now you have the ability to be able to do it yourself in your computer, at your house, in your phone, wherever you want. You can just download your app. Also, if you have it in your phone and you can manage everything from there. So when you start to advertise something, you First thing first, you need to know what is your target and what do you want to accomplish. And with those tools, you're able to you're able to do it very easily. And nowadays, social media gives you that access. It gives you the opportunity to be able to reach to people and either sell, promote, or just gain more followers, whichever is your priority. For all of those things together, Facebook or whatever social media really um, 
it helps you and it, and, it, and you will be able to accomplish it. So you're a believer, but let me uh, backtrack a little bit. We've got a little bit, uh, about 30 seconds. So let me just say, uh, the first thing she did was uh, analyze the situation and okay, then use the right tool. Yeah, and then you use need the to right analyze tool. your target. Right. What do you want to go for and what do you want to gain from it as well? Okay. Well, folks, we've been talking about technology. Do you have it? Uh, uh, this is your host, Jose Negron. We've been talking about uh, T3 and today, tomorrow's technology. And also we're talking about technology. Technology that has changed business, communication, education, purchasing power, development of new infrastructure, and improve our lifestyle. So until next week when we talk about a new technology, go out there and look. You have new technologies that are being applied today, new products, new gadgets, new uh, thought process. So until you uh, we see each other again, uh, go check out some of the podcasts. Uh, podcasts are, are uh, talking about space, nuclear power, new technology of the now and the future, understanding and misunderstanding, uh, off-road racing, technology innovation. And, of course, take a look at the round-robin dis- discussion on technology. This is your host, Hosanny Grona. I bid you farewell and have a great weekend. Take care. Thank you for listening to Today, Tomorrow's Technologies. We hope you'll join your host, Jose Negron, for another exciting program next Tuesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, noon Eastern Time, on the Voice America Variety Channel. Enjoy the rest of your week.